Bullshit. It's the No Bullshit Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing consultants. I get asked to speak a lot, and I'm encouraged when I have the opportunity to speak to young people. One high school from an economically depressed area asked me to come back and speak to two separate groups of that high school right near the end of the school year in the auditorium. And they said, your background is overcoming a similar socioeconomic situation and having to battle through some things. Maybe you can tell a little bit about your story. So I'll tell you a couple of funny things. I walk in and they say, hey, do you need the microphone? And I said, no, I don't need a microphone. You as a lawyer and OBSer know that I rarely need a microphone. The second thing was they said, well, how long is your speech? I said, it's not a speech. It's going to be interactive. As I talk, I'm just going to stop and ask a question of a student or another student. So I began to tell the story, and it's my story, and it's the story of having a lot of energy and being creative and working on things and doing things that I loved and finding ways to grow from doing those things and to make money from doing those things. Some of that is began DJing at a very young age, my own DJing business to do clubs and weddings and parties from like age 15 or 16 on. But also as soon as I was 16, I got on radio stations and then I started stringing, writing for newspapers and doing some coverage for TV. And I said, you don't have to do any of that stuff, but whatever you enjoy, even if it's video, playing video games or, or doing something on the computer where you write some code or something or, or doing TikTok videos, whatever it is you enjoy, try to do more of that and find ways for that to hone your skills as a communicator and to monetize it. And in today's world, monetizing stuff is so much easier than it was 20 years ago. So I begin to tell these stories about how being passionate and having energy and drive around what you love and what might be your unique ability can lead you to learn and grow and monetize that. And that's really what happened to me as a storyteller, as a strategic marketer, and as a leader was I did all of those things very early in my life and was able to get better at it, hone the skill, but also monetize it. I challenged them to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I also said, when you're doing something that others don't want to do, there's a market for that. So when it came to sports, I worked at it when others didn't want to work at it. When it came to writing, I wrote when most people hate writing. When it came to having jobs and starting businesses, I did things others didn't want to do. And that's afforded me a life that I've, I love and it's a lifestyle that I love. But it wasn't me ranting to them. I kept asking questions throughout the way. So I would just say, tell me what you enjoy. And one, one young man stood up and said that he's written some novels and wanted to ask me what I thought about that and any advice I would give him. And I said, you've written novels when you're 17? I said, you, who's seen the novels? And he said, well, 
really just my 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 parents. And I said, okay, well, you have to show it to someone who likes you but doesn't love you. This is great advice. When you create something, show it to someone who likes you but doesn't necessarily love you because the people that are in your immediate family are going to soften the blow for you and not give you that feedback that you need. But when you get a, a friend who likes you and cares about you but isn't your brother or mom, they're going to give you more honest feedback. And the second thing I told that person was I said, did you ever have that computer in front of you and the cursor's blinking and you're trying to type something and nothing comes up? Then you type something, go back and delete it, and you like feel like you have a block, writer's block. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, that happened to me this morning. And he had this look of relief because he knew I've written book uh, books, I've uh, done columns, and he came up to me afterwards and said how much of an impact that made. That, that's what I was trying to do. But the biggest lesson for you is what happened next. Probably 15 to 20 students in both sessions blurted out comments, questions, etc. I'm at the tail end about to finish, and one young girl, one young lady, young girl, young woman raised their hand and says, are any of these stories you just told us true? Are any of these stories you just told us true? I said, wait, you think I got up early today, got in my car, drove two hours to come talk to a bunch of students I never met and might never see again, and I'm going to make shit up? And she said, well, yeah, I just want to know if any of your stories were true. Now, here's the lesson for me and you. We are in a society of skepticism and cynicism today more than ever, even though we've always had that. It's part of the human condition. So now we're in this society of skepticism and cynicism. So when you're out talking to people and you're presenting ideas and you're telling your story, you need to get feedback to see what level of believability you have. Because there wasn't a thing that I said that was hyperbole in any of my stories. I was not bragging. I wasn't patting myself on the back. I praised my parents, my brother. I praised a couple mentors that I had. I told them about a couple coaches that I had to overcome because they weren't uh, helpful to, to players. But I didn't make anything up. And yet, her question was, are any of these stories you just told us true? You need to get feedback quickly when you're making a presentation to see where the room is and how much they're being cynical and skeptical about what you're saying. You need to realize that don't put any in a hyperbolic statement or a falsity because they're already thinking you're bullshitting them. That group thought the no bullshitter was bullshitting them. And they were told the no bullshit marketing guy's coming in. He's a no bullshitter. And they still thought I was bullshitting them. So the lesson for all of us is build our story and our presentations around the truth presented in the best possible light, the authentic part of you in the best possible light. But then ask for feedback throughout that presentation so you can get that feedback to see where they are on the believability scale. Because we live in a society of skepticism and cynicism, we 
live in a society where people are doubting each other and think that people are trying to manipulate them. So you want to be able to tell an authentic story, but then ask for the feedback about that to see where they are so you can adjust like I did. It was a great experience. I learned from them a lot, and I hope I was able to bring them some value. And I hope they learned something. But I learned a lot from them, and I wanted to give that to you. So thanks for listening to another episode of the No Bullshit Marketing Show recorded here in Mass Solutions Studio in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.